to the word of God and today we want to talk about something that is is as important to you as it is to God and it is something that applies to everybody and you see why in a, sh- in a short time you see why so I just want to implore that you pay attention you let down your guard just pay attention and be ready to hear from God. Is that fine? All right, thank you. 
Father, as we go into your word, Father, we ask that we do not see the manifestation of flesh, but that you speak to us. You don't just speak to our ears, but you speak to our hearts, that we can digest every word that we receive from this pulpit today. And these words can be used for the education. In the mighty name of Jesus, I have prayed. Okay. So, I'm very sure most of us we are familiar with the topic by now. Kudos to publicity units. They are always elaborating. I did not say you should project it. I'm not saying that everybody, but most people will have seen it. So, the role of the kingdom in your business and career. Now, why I said that it is it um, applies to everybody is because I'm very sure the reason why you're in UI is because you want to pursue a career, yes or no. And for those that have the uh, opinion that ah, there, there's no job outside, when we finish, we start business. It still applies to you. If you own a business here, yeah, whether large scale or small scale, raise your hand. What they mean here? Raise your hand. You don't sell socks, you don't sell um, bag, shoe, weed, shirt. I'm very sure most of us here, we don't need business. Even if it's small scale, uh, even if it's food you are selling, you are selling something. Or maybe you are a craftsman. You tailor, you make shoes, you make bags, you make hair. You do makeup. What are that to do? What are that to now? Hmm? Photography. You said what? Right, writing, bloggers, baking. So you can see that this topic here is something that we, sh we cannot relate to. And what we'll be discussing is very paramount. It's important to you. So I just want you to, to follow the role of the kingdom in your business and your career. Okay. So, you know that the basic needs, the basic needs of a man, they are what? Food, clothes, and shelter. And as it is in this world today, those things cannot be gotten by just picking them on the floor. And they won't fall down from heaven. They don't grow on trees. You cannot see them by the roadside. What do you need to get those things? Cash, ego, owo, naira. So, my point is that every single person has this need. That, that is what is common to everybody. And because these are the most important things to a man, you will see that in this world that we are in, Commerce is like the most important thing. You know, when you want to, um, when you want to quantify or see how good a country is, what's the criterion you use? Their economy. Yeah, economy in Nigeria. Hell, God help us. You know, the day we are, every day we are always saying uh, economy is this, economy is that. That is because that is like the major major, like, that is the big deal. So, everybody is involved. 
And now, for weeks now, in fact, um, according to what I have seen in this church, for years, we've been talking about the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. And the central message is that we do what? We go out there, we represent Christ, we live according to God's will, we fulfill the mandate of establishing God's kingdom. Praise God. And like we've heard ministers this morning that we don't do that in the church, but we do that there. So, let us tell you that even the most important thing to us, to everybody, God is also interested. And that most important thing Mm-hmm. should also be the major tool that God uses to establish his kingdom. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, what I'm trying to say is that God is interested in business and career. God is not just interested in sending to me that will go and do evangelism from, from morning to night or seven days a week or 365 days in a year. I just words or what are that thing? Mm-mm. God is not after that. God wants to infuse every sector, every every sphere, every system. Now I want you to understand that infusing the world of commerce, the economy important. It is highly important. Praise God. Now, I want to ask one person or two. Now, people will tell you that um, they chase passion. When you know this career thing, they say, yeah, my passion is writing. No. Now, some people, they pursue passions because, because they enjoy it. It's not necessarily because Abby. Why some people, they are doing business. Why? Because they need the money. You know, there are some people who are mistress like this, that if they are not into business, their life is zero. Maybe because they are not getting um, external support, or maybe there's nobody to support them. So the reason why they're into business, why they are selling those things they are selling, is because they need to survive, not necessarily because they like it. Do you agree with me? Okay. Now, I want you to know that the ability of a person to provide for their needs is their power. Do you agree with me? That you can put food on your own table, or if you have other people attached to you, you can put food on their table. You can shelter them, you can close them, or even if it's just yourself. You want to, you see a fine bag, you can buy it. If you see a fine shoe, you see that fine tie. You can buy it. You want to get a house, you buy it. You want to, what other things do you use money for? You want to run a course, maybe an MBA um, course. You have the money, you do it. That is you having power to do those things that you want to do. And so when people see you outside, they say, ah, boss man, boss lady. Because they know that those things you want to do, you can afford and if I ask everybody here, the target for anybody is to be rich. 
Some people will even take it a step further and say, I want to be stinkily rich. I want to be a multi-billionaire. I don't hear people saying millionaire anymore. It's billionaire. So that's like the the height that everybody wants to be rich because ah, I want to be able to buy that Benz. I want to be able to afford that designer clothes. I want to be able to go to Dubai like I'm going to my village. I'm not, not your village. But you get what I mean? Now, it is because you being able to provide for your needs, it gives you a sense of power, of authority that I can do. That's why you see, I'm not saying all rich people are, they are proud or arrogant. But that's why you see most of them, like, if somebody, one small person is doing any they're like, what are you doing? Me that I can buy your whole life now. Do you get? So it gives power. And so that is why people, right from the start of time, They've always engaged in buying and selling, pursuing careers, offering a service to get money. Are you following me? Okay. We are still going to read our text. I just want to establish some things. Okay. Now, also, man has been mandated to work to get his needs. When God was going to send out um, Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden, what, what was part of the things he told them? That they should what? So, before they were just plucking, plucking. I'm very sure if we two were still in... Okay, don't let me say I'm very sure. But I think that if we were still in the Garden of Eden, then we two will be plucking our clothes. No, we don't even, we don't even need clothes. Plucking our food. If it's car we want, maybe something will just happen. You'll just be getting all your needs everywhere. Be plucking them, be uprooting them. All your needs. You don't even have to work at all. But now, the mandate or the command that God has given mankind is that you do what? You work before you get your needs. Praise God. That's why it, um, our um, saying that no food for what? A lazy man. Okay. You understand me up to this point here? Yeah? So I just, I'm trying to establish the, the driving force behind business and, and career. Praise God. Okay. So, man gives in return for his needs. Some people do exchange. You give me a product, I get your money. Some people offer services. Maybe I'm a consultant or maybe you know there are some people that um when you want to start your business you just go and miss them talk to them for some hours they'll give you one small plan and then you pay hundred thousand you've done consultants in here and then you go your way all they have to do is use their brain put one or two together do you get what i'm trying to say okay now back to the fact that our primary business as christians is that What's our primary business as Christians? Hmm? To give pleasure to God. Okay. Now that we've understood it, that part, let's go to our our text. Matthew 25, 14 to 29. Okay. For the kingdom of heaven 
is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Very familiar story, yeah? We are all familiar with it. The story of the talents. Most times when we refer to this particular passage, what is always the theme? Like, when people use this passage, what are they, what do they always try to drive out of it? Hmm? That when you have a talent to make use of it to something like that. But now, through the help of the Holy Spirit, we'll see how this applies to our, our business and our career. Praise God. So, there was a man. He says, for the kingdom of heaven is us. We know it's Jesus that is talking here. We know that it's Jesus that is talking. Now, I want to I want to okay, this morning we are going to establish some, some things that they are paramount in every business and in every career. So just follow me. Now, it says, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man who traveled who traveled on to a far country. Now, if we are going to liken that to we as Christians, we know who this man represents. Who does he represent? And then, he has um, a territory. And in that territory, he has people working for him. Yes or no? Okay. And so, he is not around here. But he has giving some people the command to do what? To do what? Okay. Let me not go too fast. So, he gathered the servants. said, okay, I'm going to um, Dubai for vacation. You people, I'm about me dilemma. You, take this business. Maybe I own a business that has like three or four um, sectors or department, maybe producing, remarketing, or something. And I say, You, you are in charge of this, my store A. You, you are in charge of my store B. You, you are in charge of my store C. And I say, Take care of my business. Oh, I want to go and flange in Dubai. Now, it is not a wicked thing that I've said they should take care of my. At least they are working for me and I'm paying them their money. Right now, business business those three people. Now, the ideal thing is that okay, if it's a, a store that makes sales, like maybe a retail store, when maybe a supermarket, when people come to buy, it's expected that this um, caretaker or whatever you call records the number of goods sold. Make sure that the money is intact. Maybe take it to the bank or something. Just make sure that it is. And then also see ways to optimize sales. Okay, Oga has gone now. Maybe I, I have clients or customers that they, it's because they like my face that they come to buy from me. And then the face has gone. Maybe then this person has to work on retaining those customers or even getting more customers. Do you understand? So this person and the third person. Now, as I'm talking, I want you to be picturing your business or the future business you want to have or your career or your future career. Just be picturing and the Holy Spirit will help you to apply most of the things we see here. 
Now, that's just the explanation of this passage. That okay, I've distributed and um, responsibility. Now, it came back, and somebody has done fantastically well. Fantastic job. Doubled the what? This one too did what? Doubled. And then the last person. We know what the last person did. Praise God. So that is the passage we'll be using for the teaching. Now, I want us to go to characteristics of a kingdom aligned business slash career. Characteristics of a kingdom aligned business or career. Now, from all that we've learned about the kingdom of God, we know that the first thing that any enterprise or any system or anything should aim to achieve is what is the great commission the great commission the kingdom of god doing the will of god bringing people into the kingdom of god you know i asked us the other time that what is our primary business as christians doing the will of God, making sure that we are not just um, being selfish with our, the salvation that we've gotten, but we are also doing what? Going out there and working so that other people come into the kingdom of God. That way the kingdom of God is being established. So, the first thing that the first thing that um, kingdom aligned business or career must exhibit is that it fulfills Great Commission. We know the Great Commission. Matthew 28, 18 to 19. Matthew 28, 18 to 19. Okay, it says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost. Okay. So while me myself, I was studying for this, I like, so every business now, we should go and be evangelized. So if you are tailoring and the customer comes, can you write and give your life to Christ on their clothes? Or when you are selling, if you are selling shoes, you write the kingdom of God is name. Oh. So I was thinking about that. How can your business fulfill the great commission? Praise God. I want you to know that no matter what you are doing, Hmm? No matter what niche or what um, sector of the economy you are working in, you can always fulfill the Great Commission. Praise God. Now, I'm going to show you how. Or the Holy Spirit is going to show us how. Just save that. Now, the second thing is dominion. You know Genesis 1.28. God gave us the mandate that we should go into the world and do what? And do what? Fruitful multiply. That's the second thing. Then the third thing that a kingdom aligned business or career must exhibit is stewardship. Stewardship. If you look at that in um, our context, Matthew 14, Matthew 25 from 14 downwards. Stewardship. The later part of that, he called them 
He called two of them faithful servants. It is service. So it was exhibit stewardship. Don't worry, just write them down. We'll explain them proper. And then the last thing is harvest. Harvest. Matthew 9 37 to 38. Says then said he unto his disciples, the harvest is truly plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Praise God. Now, this harvest is talking about profitability. We're also going to look at how we are going to look at profits that is good for a kingdom business and what is not. Praise God. Are you with me? Okay. Now that we've um, highlighted the characteristics of um, a kingdom aligned business, now let us go into the principles. Those principles will explain everything that I just said. Praise God. Now, we said that the, the first thing every business should do is that it does what? Fulfills the great commandment. Now, that is that your business must glorify God. Praise God. We are going to um, take practical examples so that we understand better. Your business must glorify God. First Corinthians 10, 31. Now, ICT will project that. I want us to understand something. When I say your business will glorify God, it doesn't mean that maybe on your the name of your business will be God is good. God is good um, stores or what other thing? Hallelujah food canteen or that maybe you must include God or something biblical in the name of your business before it glorifies glorifies God. That's not what I'm saying. Praise God. I'm saying that the activities of your business, what you do, must glorify God. Now, let's take practical examples. Who is a fashion designer here? Fashion designer. Which one is? Are you a fashion designer? Ah, we are not part of our career. Well, do like this. Exactly. Fashion designer. Or you are learning. Or you want to be. Okay. <laughs> Praise God. Now, on the brother's side, who is into business, buying and selling? She is it only ladies that do buying and selling? <laughs> no. Leave crypto first. Ooh. Buying and selling. What do you buy and sell? Eh? T-shirts. Oh yeah. We have for David for the news and we sister we choose a fashion designer. That fine sister at the back. All of you do not want to raise your hand for I'm not calling you. That fine sister. Now we are talking about your business glorifying God. Please stand up. Marvin, please stand up. Um, Brother David, please stand up. No. That's your... Thank you. Now, what's the norm of your business that maybe when you decide that Moronsho, Moronsho, people will not come and line up in front of your shop and say, I want to rush you, I want to rush you. And then, what do you do? Say, ah, say, do you want to? Tell you, ah, it's this time, it's this time. And then you take measurements. 
you set some money matters. If you say it is 50,000, they say, I ah, know it's 20,000. I'm not doing that kind of business. If, they, if they, you say 50,000, say, ah, let me pay 49,500. But first time customer, oh, yeah, come and pay. You measure and you sew the clothes and then you deliver. That's the whole process involved. Abby. So I want to ask you, how do you think you are glorifying God in your business? Don't worry, it's not, it's not something deep. It's not until when you say, maybe you scabosh for your customers or something. Just tell me, how do you think you are glorifying God in your business? You say? God bless you, ma. She said that there are some fashion designers that when they collect money for material from their uh, customer, they will put jara, their own extra. It's not part of workmanship. And now put it out to the customer. So customer will think that they are selling lace at 10,000. No, no, that it's 5,000 naira lace they bought. So she is not doing anki panky. Praise the Lord. She's going to find God in her business. Praise God. T-shirt seller, have you? So how do you glorify God? You don't know. Basically, okay. 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 So you don't sell batwayo. To your customers, Ojulo Waja, Abi, praise God. What I'm trying to portray to you is that it is not until when you put candle in front of your shop, or your business bears all the names of God, or when your customers come, you say, "Oh, yeah, first need that. Let me pray for you." Things like that that portray the characteristics of Jesus. Um, don't you was saying it that things that okay we know that you um, duping your customers is bad don't do it we know that when customers pay is a, a particular amount then you give them the equivalent in product or in services praise God you are glorifying God now I want to point out another thing there was this question that someone asked me one time that she be in this world that we are in now People cannot do with without a core. Even some Christians take a core. Mind you, there are some drinks that they are dating, like all this quality wine and all that they still contain a core. Not that it's a core from top to bottom. They just tell you some percentage. Shall you get what I'm trying to say? Now someone has that means that it is a business. That as a Christian, can you now start selling uh, wines and spirits? They call those kind of outlets wines and spirits. Or can you run a bar? Or can you own a beer palo as a Christian? You know that in glorifying God, it is the end product that will say whether your business is glorifying God or not. Do you know that? So, that, that is an open question. But I'm going to answer it myself. Just think about it. Now, let us analyze it together so that it's not be as safe. Now. A beer parlor. What is done in a beer parlor? 
You drink what? Oti lile. And what? To what end? <laughs> Praise God. It's like me saying now that, ah, prostitution is bad, though. It's very bad. But I'm the one supplying prostitutes their uniform. It's uniform. I didn't say anything. And I'm saying my business is between the will of God. Is it? So, it's just common sense that there are some types of business, business or businesses that don't glorify God. Praise God. We can't see everything here today. But how do you glorify God? Whatever pleases God aligns with the instructions of God here and the one that the Holy Spirit ministers to us. That is you glorifying God. Praise God. Now, um, for your personal reading, you can go through 2 Corinthians 6. 2 Corinthians 6, 14 to 15. Yes. Second. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. 1 Corinthians 10, 31. So just study money. Now, the second thing is that partnership. Partnership. Now, in businesses, there are some people that you partner with or um, as a career person. You know, the way it usually is, actually, the way it should be for anybody in any career is that you first start, you start from scratch, eh? you start under somebody, and then if you are not aiming to be a boss of your own, you graduate, you go through the system. They call it the career ladder. You climb up the ladder. So I can't wake up one morning now because maybe I have BSc in mathematics and I say, um, I want to start, I'm now an actuarist. I go and register my, my brand or something, my business, and then and I sit down somewhere and I start doing it. No, because you I did not teach me. The only course I did related to actuarial mathematics was one course like that in 100 level. And that was it. I cannot use that knowledge to say I want to establish a whole company and I'm rendering services to companies. No. I have to do what? Maybe start from taking professional exams, go into employment, see how it is done, see the trends of, the, of that particular sector. And then when I have gained enough experience, gained enough certification, I cannot say that, okay, I think I can do fine on my own now. Praise God. Now, in that process, okay, that's career. In business too, maybe you can't, you are not capable of starting what you have in your head. You know, we have dreams, big dreams for our businesses. And say, ah, the whole of Bodija, you know, we have those big dreams. But right now, you know that you have to start small. So you are thinking that, ah, if I partner with Pastor, Pastor maybe has money, is a money bag, he will provide money. If I partner with this sister, maybe she is good with marketing and stuff like that. Then you are looking to partner your business with other people so that, so that you guys can grow together. Praise God. Now, in doing that, please and please, do not be unequally yoked with hope. It's as simple as that. There is no one in one way. Do not. Now, I'm not the one that said it. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Second Chronicle, I'm sorry, Second Corinthians 6, 14 to 15. It says, what fellowship at righteousness 
God to do it on righteousness. We like God to do it. Zach. Praise God. Now, in trying to, to grow your business or grow your career, do not do not form partnership with anybody that is not a believer. Praise God. See, it sounds odd that, okay, sometimes it's those people that they, their ways are not the ways of God, that they are always intelligent, um, they have the financial wisdom, they maybe have the money to start businesses. But at the same time, there are also Christians that are doing the same, that have the same qualities. Praise God. Now, also, let's say I'm an event planner now, and vendors, you know, event planners, they work with vendors. Person that will bring food, that will bring drink, that will bring, that will do decoration, things like that. Now, I didn't know that this person, this vendor, maybe food vendor, if you have not worked in this event planning industry, you cannot understand. Me, I have, and I've seen things that they will charge one five per plate. And on that day, what you'll be seeing is 700 naira per plate food. They will have partnered with the event planner again. Okay? And when you are pitching the business, or so add this amount, add this amount, we'll give you your cut. You know that as a Christian, you should not work with such people. You don't even need to be told. Now, the reason why people do this is because of that profit. That profit. Mm-hmm. They said the love of money is what? That is the driving force. We'll still come there. But do not be. You know someone that, um, okay, so it was during one prayer meeting we had, uh, Pastor Dia was saying that, um, was talking about one thing, that producers, they reduce the quantity of their products and sell it at the same price that it should be, at a higher quantity. You know that, ideally, someone with that kind of mindset, you should not work with that person. Because if you are partnering with the person, and with the business grow, if you are not in agreement, Amos 3.3. A fast movie. How can what? So if the spirit in me is the spirit of light and somebody is in utter darkness, how can we work together? What business we? See, if you are not the strong person, hmm? there's only two things that will happen. Is it that the person influences you and you to start selling low quality or you start um, duping people? Or the business dies or the business does not even start at all. Praise God. Do not be what? Praise God. For further reading, Second Chronicles 20, 31 to 37. Now, the next thing is, your business should serve others. Praise God. This is where I want to talk about this profit thing. You know, I said earlier that people work, man works, a person works to what? To first cater for his needs and also, it is want. If I want a Mercedes Benz, I should be able to afford it because it gives you that feel of power that I am capable. Now, in the bit of that, people want to now the generation our of, of our forefathers that they believed in slow and steady wins the race. In this my own generation, oh, fast and furious. So, you start a business now. Already, you want to be seeing 100% profit or 200% turnover or what they call it. Now, it is not bad. It will happen. But it doesn't just happen. 
Let's even leave that one for now. Profits. Service to man. I'm going to um, relate it. Now, I was reading something on LinkedIn one time. And the man was talking about um, the way people neglect that people are looking for wisdom for their business. Where how will my business go? And they neglect the Bible. So he was trying to explain it, but one thing I picked out of it was that he said that profit is good, but profit for good is better. Profit is good. Like you, we all want to make profit from our businesses. But profit for good is better. What does that mean? That if the money you are making does not serve other people, then forget it. Praise God. Kingdom. In, um, in last two teachings or something, we talked about the act of um, what? Servanthood. That Christianity is about serving others. Praise God. That's why you see businesses that thrive, really, all these big, big companies, you see them doing humanitarian services like they, they will do charity, Maybe on Mother's Day, all this uh, Martina, Keniko, they will just go and do giveaway somewhere. Or they will organize. Even all this um, big, big on Milo, Pikmin, they have foundations. I think uh, Milo has a football academy or something. It's just their service to mankind. So all their profits, there are some companies, all these uh, oil companies, they have scholarship schemes that they, trust me, it is a principle that even if a non-believer applies, it will work for their business service to others so as a christian you know that we don't come with this selfish mind mindset and there was a time that i was having issues with um like i had too many things to do i was going praying for job then the jobs came and i was overwhelmed i felt like running away there's someone that told me that why not outsource give this person this and then share out of the money you are getting give it to the person i was like Money that I'm working for, I'll not share. Money to your to tell I'll not share. Wait, I'll rather do all the job by myself and grow grayer than share the money. I just thought about it. It's something doing me. Now, if I take out of that money that I'm getting and I give it to someone that is working for me, what, what have I done? Hmm? They'll say, even if it is not too much, but the person is. I, I'm not good at uh, buying and selling. Like, I'm not good. That's why even my perfume business is only looking. It's only those that know that buy from me. But I'm good with services. I'm a digital marketer. Come to me. You want to run as you want to do this. You want to create content. Blah, 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 blah. Google my business. Oh, I'm not being proud. Though. I'm just saying. So, I'm offering these services to people. So, it, because it is brain work. I cannot do everything by myself. Now, someone else too can do that same thing that I'm doing, but has not learned how to monetize. And I say, okay, come, do maybe half of my work or one third of my work, and I'll pay you this amount. What have I done? I'm helping the person. That person can start from there. The person, I don't see it as a person working for me. I'm seeing it as a person rendering services to me, and I'm paying the person. Praise God. The same way, you see big, big businesses, they don't want to employ too much people. They will not be overworking their staff because they don't want to remove out of their profits to pay new people. It is something that I've seen everywhere, even where I've worked. You now start overusing your staff. They, they will not be complaining. 
They'll be coming to work before it. Believe getting to the house nine o'clock. And this is something that if you employ two, three, four people, eh, and they share duties, their normal closing time will by five. It will it will be that way. Area Jeju. What does the Bible say about that? The Bible gave us strict instructions that making too much profit is sin. Praise God. Now, another thing is that if what you are doing, your business, your career, whatever you are into, is not helping people, forget it. It is not kingdom aligned. Praise God. Even business gurus, they will tell you that whatever you are doing, solve a problem. So, if the market price of, let's say I'm selling Gary, how much is Gary now? How much is Gary? 300. Let's say 300. Let's say the market price, market value is 300 naira. And we know how things are in this country. You know, I was telling someone one day that most employees that you see, eh, their salaries have not increased in the last one year. But look at the price of things. Ben, it's okay. God will bring it down in Jesus' name. So, we can now see that things are tougher for some people. You that you know, you're you the market woman. Gary is 300 naira. But maybe something happened. You know, they bring these things. I think they bring these things to us. Maybe one truck, Otaku, another suppliers they don't have. You now see, ah, this is the perfect time to now increase my price because it is now scarce. Um, there's one principle in economics that. You see, it's a notebook. Now, you now say, ah, other suppliers, they've not gotten their own carry. But me, I have in abundance. I'm going to sell my own 600 naira. If you like, maybe it is when you want to start that you come and buy from me by first by fire. And then I say, ah, carry into one, ah, what's it for, old lady? Ah, go to Kinecon. And then you said that to me. In your mind, you made what? Double money. You are the devil. Trust me. If you have the ability to exhibit such, you are the devil himself. And God frowns at such. Praise God. What are we talking about? Kingdom aligned business. Career. Me now, as a digital marketer, I said that if you want to run 5,000 naira. Facebook ads, you first pay me 100,000. Am I solving a problem? Wait, am I solving a problem? I want to run ads for somebody. I want to offer my services. Am I solving a problem? Let's look at it though. The person can only afford 5,000 here. You know that, let me run this ad though, so that I'll make more sales. Now, and I want to charge 100,000. You think if the person had that much profit, the person will come and miss me with 5,000 in the first place. My point is that, serve Whatever it put people first. I'm not saying you see it says that profit for good is better. I'm not saying all your money. Now carry all your money and be giving charity so that you will not have any. I'm saying that don't do it with a selfish mindset that you want to get all the profit. Use your business, your profit to serve others. Praise God. Mark ten forty five. Mark ten forty five. Okay. You see? For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for men. It's just simple. Serve others. Praise God. For further reading. So all these things that I'm saying for further reading, I want us to go and look at them. 
I'm not just saying them so that your notes will be filled. Luke 22, 25 to 27. Luke 22, 25 to 27. And John 13. John 13, 12 to 15. Now, another thing, something that I first rejected when I heard, I've heard it a long time again, but I did not take cognizance of it, is that do not start a business with debt. Let me say it in Yoruba. My Yahoo, bere business. Now, let me, my Yahoo show. No, I don't want to put it down. Now, let me explain something. You, want, you have a business plan in your head. You are just starting. You don't have a business already. You are just starting. Do not go and borrow money to start that business. What you can do is that if you have a business already and you want to expand, you already have a working business that you are buying, selling, you are making profit, and you feel you want to expand, you can take a loan. It's fine. Because you have a system working already. What you need that money for is just to maybe multiply and then it gives you the same result. You can take a loan. But don't start. Everybody's looking at me like, who is this nigga? Let me show you in the Bible. Praise God. Proverbs 22, 7. Proverbs 22, 7. Okay. It says, the rich rules over the poor. And the borrower is who? Let's open Isaiah, Isaiah 20, 26. Okay. It says, trust in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Now, let me explain something. You know, you want to start a business. Because you've not implemented those things that are in your head yet. You don't know how it will turn out. So I want to ask you, what if it flops? What will happen? You will run away. I'm not saying you should have the, the mindset that if you start a business, it will flop. Mm-mm. But I'm saying it is even it is part of um, the system of God that if you try something, you can fail. And then it gives you room to what? To try again. Learn and try again. So even the Bible says that you are here, which you do this thing we was talking about. So let's say you make a mistake and then the business flops. What will happen? Praise God. That's why business gurus will advise that. When you have your capital, but you think it's not enough, instead of borrowing, do what? Partner. Okay. Me and brother, I am dummy. We are going to put that together. Let's say we need 100,000. I mean, I have 60. He has 40. Then maybe we'll now name the business Ade uh, and Dam. Ade Dam or something. Or the name will not even change, but we know that 40% of the profit is going to this person. And when I have my money, because I'm the major shareholder, I can say, oh, I'm not doing it today. Take your money and do what? And go. Praise God. Don't borrow. It says that the borrower is what? Is uh, your business. It's my tribal. It, you know, this thing. This is the way it is. When you start a um, business with loan, it is just equal to you working for another person. Is in the spirit with me. You know that Gogba Shotimo gave you all these clothes that I'm sewing in the midnight. All the money is going to somebody else. Praise God. 
the borrower, a servant to the lender. And he now says that trusting the Lord, that means that you, you, can't, you are not hopeless that you won't get money to start your business. Because God is there. He says that trust in the Lord, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Stranger can signify resources that you need for your business. So instead of turning to man and leaning on your own understanding, turn to God. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor and say, I will not borrow in Jesus' name. Okay. Okay. Give generously. Give generously. It's also part of. I've already explained it why saying um, service to others. Give generously. And um, first Timothy six eighteen. Psalm three. Okay, first Timothy six eighteen. Then Psalm thirty seven verse twenty one. Talks about that. Give generously. Now another thing I want to point out to you. Now I said that the goal is not to have a small business. Every small business plans to do, do what? Grow. Now, in growing, that means that at some point, you might have people working for you. Oh. Someone told me that I don't like saying people working for me, but people working with me. Anyhow, when you have people working with you, people are shouting under you. Like now, I, I, maybe I own, maybe Santo Michelle owns a law firm now. And she's like the yoga. And then there are other people under a principle, a kingdom principle, is that when your employee or someone working under you, maybe apprentice or even a vendor that you work with does an extremely good job or even a good job, you do what? Comment, appreciate, reward. Praise God. In that Matthew 25, that Matthew 25, the later part. And Sister Tommy said about me, Wajadi. That part that says that, it says that, um, you faithful servants. Okay. So, what did um, the man, when he came back from his journey, what did he do? So that, ah, brother, me to share the so five the ten. For that, I'm going to give you this. You two, I gave you two. You multiplied. You gave me back. This is your own reward. The person that did not do anything got his own reward to show you. Know. Okay. I said that. It's not said unto him, Well done. Well done. Thou good and faithful servant. Thou has been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Commendation, reward, appreciation. Why do you think they promote people at work? Why do you think they, most people at work? Say, ah, daddy make bad promotion. Mommy make bad promotion. You think it's by just sitting down? No. The company is saying, okay, this human resource that we have, this person is working well. Let us promote the person. Fine. It is going to increase maybe the um, outcome of the company, maybe the, their productivity. But at the same time, they are saying that if you do a good job, we are going to promote you. Let's say you, are, you own a store and there are sales, you have sales um, boy or girl. And then you see that your profit shoots. You know, you, you always have a, a, like, a vision for each one that, okay, this is the amount of profit I should get because I put this in place, I put that in place. And then one particular month, the profit shoots up. And I, hey, wow. Instead of putting everything in your pocket, those that have 
worked to make that possible. Call them. Ah, if you still kill, I had this at your time. Egbawo, cocoa, minerals, something like that. It doesn't have to be in that form. I'm just saying, appreciate good efforts. Companies that quickly die are companies that don't appreciate their staff. Go and check LDB. Praise God. Reward. Now we are talking about the role of the kingdom in your business. We are seeing how that kingdom mindset it influences your business. Don't forget the sorry that my story is too much. Okay. Said so don't be greedy. I've talked about that under the perfect part. Now, the last thing is run with a generational mindset. Praise God. There's one part of the Bible that says that I was talking about the father that lives inheritance for his children. Um, somebody should look for that verse. A father that lives inheritance for his son. I don't want to paraphrase. I just want to read it. Hmm? Huh? A good man lives inheritance for his children's children. Another kingdom mindset you should run with in your business or career. You are not doing it for you and your immediate family. Leave a legacy. See businesses. Do you know when Coca-Cola started? The person that started Coca-Cola. Is this still the person running Coca-Cola? Praise God. Family businesses. You see the businesses that they are now big now. They started with a man or woman passing the business. They built an empire and they made sure that their children were part of it. And they inculcated um, those um, what do I call it now? That mindset that when you work, gather wealth, gather everything, but live for your... There was this thing that um, Bramati was saying. Uh, I think your father's pay for you to, you to pay for your... I think one restaurant is saying yeah, eat, drink. Your father has your fathers have paid for you. But you can't walk in there and go out because they tell you that you to pay for your children. So that when they to the enter, they will free food. Praise God. That thing is actually scam. Because they'll tell you that your father's paid free food. When you now want to go, they tell you that you to pay for your son. So when with the chain end, you keep on paying, paying, paying. It's scam. I'm just using that to explain. Build every business with the mindset that you are going to pass it on to generations coming after you. Now, I also want you to see your business as God's business. Praise God. The same way Jesus Christ brought the gospel over 2,000 years ago. And it is still, and we are still running on that. And that salvation is still working for us. Even with that, we've not, we don't even know what Jesus looks like. All those paintings that Iran knew, Iran, we did not see, him, but we are still running with it. It's still saving lives. We are still enjoying the grace. Run your business like that. Praise God. Praise God. Okay, so we have come to the end of the teaching. Ooh, wait, 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 wait. The role of the kingdom. In your business and your career. Praise God. Praise God. I I don't just want us to hear these things and go. I want us to apply them. I want us to apply them. 
Now, I just want us to take practical illustrations just to make sure that we understand. And then we, we go. So, we are my business people, fashion designer and t-shirt seller. Sorry, is it t-shirt seller they call you? Let us touch it up. Eh? Brand. Okay, me too. I. It's not that I'm a shy person. Me too. I do this too. I sell branded t shirts too. God will help me. I'm not good with it. Praise God. So let me use myself as an example. Let's forget those people. Now, let's say I own a perfume business ADS fragrance. Now, I want us to look at it together. What do I do? I get a toasted price. Eh? I brand and then I resell to people. Praise God. Now, we are going to apply these principles to this business. Now, I glorify, I'm going to glorify God. Or how do I glorify God? I want answers from the audience. We talked about not reducing quantity. We talked about quality. What other thing? Hmm? I want you to know that you can go as far as each product you are selling. I heard of one lady, I think, was it a food seller or something? That she would pray. I think she, she used to sell close to one church that used to do shiloh for women that are looking up unto God for children. And then, before she sells in her secret place, she would have prayed over those things that God, anybody that eats my kinew, Jackie, or something like that. You can do that too. Praise God. My perfume when I say ah, my husband don't match da, 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 da. anybody that uses this thing. Oh my lady. You can do that. Glorify God. Don't so now I'm not going to now we are looking at those principles. I'm not going to partner with the wrong people. I'm not going to um be expecting too much profit. And if possible, I can employ somebody. That will help me with the business, pay the person. And when the person does well, I do what? I reward the person. I'm not greedy. And I run the business, not that it's just my own, but like a family business, like something I can pass on to my children. Praise God. Praise God. Let us rest our feet. I hope we've gotten something. Now, I want you to know that. This saying that they say that it is true. It's not just an old saying. Now the church wants to buy bus. If all of us we had Genge businesses now, and um, profit shaking, you think we'll not have bought bus? Me, I'll have bought you. I don't know about you. Mm. Praise God. What I'm trying to say is that the kingdom of God is established here on earth. Trust with finances. Praise God. Praise God. I want you to stand for 12 o'clock prayer. So we are just going to pray. Okay. Alright. So we are going to take the um, 12 o'clock um, in and then we'll pray.
baggy kinikon. What is the story on every market woman's, woman's uh, uh, tongue? They tell you, Kosoja, Oja Oya. That is a frustration on its own, if you don't know. Praise God. That somebody has put in effort, has maybe rented a, a, a shop, even if it's online business, you put things together. And then you expect money from me, you expect profits, but you don't. Maybe there's no sale or something. Trust me, this is what drives most people to go into illegal businesses. Praise God. We are going to prophesy or we are going to declare, sorry, we are going to declare prosperity upon our businesses. Prosperity up, upon our careers. You've heard of people that they are now big. They are now big people in their, in their different fields. You have heard of lawyers that they are, they are not even old. Young people that are Doing a lot, making experts that are back big jobs, that are working with with big.